This is Rhema for Today. Boy, this is a good teaching tonight, Pastor. Go ahead, I believe I will. All right. He noticed he maintained a proper attitude toward the Word of God. He believed the Word was enough to sustain him. By speaking the Word, he engaged the supernatural power of God into his situation. When you speak the Word, you engage the supernatural power of God into your situation. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth Hagen on his teaching, Getting Through the Tough Times, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagen for today's message. I want to talk about three keys that I've gotten out of this verse of Scripture that I think that will help us to get through our tough situations. I want you to notice that Jesus kept speaking the Word. Whatever the devil throwed at him, he kept speaking the Word. He kept saying it is written. See, instead of talking about all the trouble... And how bad you feel about this situation and it shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened and so forth. And see, these th- things like this happen in church sometimes. You go to pick up your kid at the, at the, at, in the nursery and maybe it had, something hadn't gone exactly right. And the devil start talking to you about, well, you just start leave this church and so forth and so on. Well, no, you need to start talking about it. It is written that we should, people of like faith shall assemble themselves together to worship. See, talk what the word said. Instead of agreeing with the devil and beginning to talk about, well, that's right, I shouldn't. Yeah, I'm, 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 come on. Come on now. Let's go. Let's get it done. Hey, you know what? You know, I talk to people. I've been doing this for 47 years, so, and you know what? It's not any different now than it was 47 years ago when I started. It's not any different than it was. When we started the church in 85, it's not any different than it was when I was the youth pastor and associate pastor back in 67 to 72. See, I've done it all. I've been, I've been youth pastor. I've been evangelist. I've been assistant pastor. I mean, man, hey, I was assistant pastor, youth minister. I was everything. I was it. There wasn't nobody else but me. I was underneath the pastor and I done it all. If he said it's going to be done, that meant I was going to do it. Now, my wife right along beside of us. He took us in that church. It's my father-in-law. We walked in the door. Never forget it the longest day I lived. We walked in the side door. We looked through the, walked through the offices, looked through the Sunday school area in the back, walked up this aisle of the church, looked in the vestibule, looked in the nurseries there, started back down the aisle on this side. He stopped three quarters of the way down the aisle. He said, see that door over there? And I said, yes, sir. He said, when it comes to this church, there is no such thing as son-in-law and daughter. It's associate pastor, associate pastor's wife. And he said, that's the way it will always be. Right, honey? You remember that? And that's exactly the way it was. And I've learned how to operate that way. 
outside, with home, their house, eating dinner, something. Okay, it's daughter and son-in-law. But when we come to that church, there's no such thing as daughter and son-in-law. I learned to operate that way. See, they buy a lot of people say, well, bless God, if you're going to act like that, I'm just going, I'm, I ain't going to stay around here. I ain't going to, he don't even respect me. Yeah, he respected me. He's trying to get me to understand something. My position. Go read over there about the centurion and Jesus and talking about authority and coming under authority and so forth and so on. Oh, boy, this is a good teaching tonight, Pastor. Go ahead. I believe I will. All right. He noticed he maintained a proper attitude toward the Word of God. He believed the Word was enough to sustain him. By speaking the Word, he engaged the supernatural power of God into his situation. When you speak the Word, you engage the supernatural power of God into your situation. I don't care what it is. People say, well, but pastor, you don't know. I don't need to know. I don't have to know. I know that when you speak the word, you engage the supernatural power of God in your situation. I don't care what it is. But you got to keep speaking the word. You can't turn around and start saying what he's saying. See, the re- you know the reason Jesus could speak the word? Not because he's son of God, because remember, he was tempted as man. He is living now. He died as the son of God, but he lived for 33 years as the son of man. That's why. See, you need to understand from biblology and theology, you need to understand the difference between the son of man and the son of God. He died as the son of God. He lived and ministered as the son of man. He was tempted as the son of man. He was tempted as mankind. He is the only person that was ever tempted that did not fail a test. Now, how was he to see as a young Jewish boy, you goes back and study the life and times of Christ. In fact, I had one course in my Bible school on the life and times of Christ. If you'll study that, you'll find out that during that time, every Jewish boy learned the Pentateuch. They learned the Pentateuch. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. That is the Pentateuch. And possibly Psalms and Proverbs also. Now, if you will ever let the Word of God get inside of you off of the page, it'll do something for you. But as long as the Word of God never gets off of the page of the Bible into your heart, it's not going to work. It's words on a page until it gets inside of you. Now, I want you to understand something. You got to spend time on a daily basis putting the word in your heart if you're going to successfully deal with tough situations. If your computer is going to deal with something for you, you got to put some information in there first. It can't operate unless you put some information in. Now, if you put the information in, it can categorize it for you. It can, it can take the data that you put into it and it can go through that data and analyze it for you and tell you all kinds of things. 
but it has to be put in before it can do anything. The word of God is the same way. It has to be put into you before it can accomplish anything. Let me understand where I'm coming from. See, as long as it's just words on a piece of paper, it don't do anything. You see, you can have your computer here and you can have all the data right here on the paper, but until you transfer either through scanning or typing it in, you transfer this data to that computer, it can't do nothing, it can't do nothing for you. So until you transfer these words off of these pages, till you transfer them from there to your heart, it can't do anything for you. How many understand where I'm coming from on this? See, that's one of the first things we have to do to get through our tough situations is keep speaking the word, but you can't speak the word if you don't know the word. Psalmist said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you, but thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not, that I might be able to receive all the blessings of God is something that we could say. And I don't think that harms the word of God to say it like that. Hello. Now, number two, he, he maintained his priorities. So many times when we get in tough situations, we lose our perspective. We lose our priorities. And all of a sudden, something that some of the situations that we're dealing with become of a higher priority and they're really not. But because of the pressure of the situation, they become a high priority and we should not allow them to be. We should maintain our proper priorities. See, he kept saying it is written. He also said, do not, Put the Lord your God to a test. In essence, Jesus in one way was saying this. I want to take it from this connotation. In one way he was saying, don't test your relationship with God. In the wilderness, the Israelites were always, they tested their relationship with God so much. If you go read it over there, read it. Numbers, read Numbers. You, they tempted God so much that he was going to cut them off. Now, if you read the story of the Israelites in Numbers, also in Exodus, you read the story, but most of Exodus is all about all of the, all the laws and all of that kind of stuff. Or that's Leviticus. Exodus and Numbers, Numbers has a lot to say about it. Uh, they're going in 13 and 14 especially. But I want you to notice if you read the whole story, get the whole thing, if God and Moses had ever got on the same page at the same time, they would have wiped, the Israelites would have been wiped out. Because how many times that God said, how long are these people going to tempt me? I'm just going to cut them off. Moses said, no, Lord, no, 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 no. And he would, he would negotiate with God. Read it. And then Moses would get upset. He said, all right, Lord, wipe them out. And God said, no, nah, Moses, you're thinking wrong now. Come on. <laughs> How many ever read that over there? You ever read it? Yeah. If they'd ever got on a page at the same time, 
It'd have been a they'd have been a different ending to the, to the rest of the story. <laughs> Welcome to Rama for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Pastor Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the three CD series, Discovering Jesus by Kenneth Hagen. Next in this offer is a CD from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled, Christ the Deliverer. All this for the special price of $18. Call toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 we always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We have a special day coming up. Mm-hmm. It's called International Rama Day, yes. Sunday, May the 3rd. Yes. And somebody said, well, what is International Rama Day? Well, it's a day that we've set aside, and we've been doing this for several years now, where individuals, groups, and churches are invited to participate with Rama for that one day with praying for Rama. We have yes. 256 campuses in 51 nations and support Rama with a financial gift and then to tell others about Rama That's right. and, and get students here, people that you think would benefit from coming to Rama. Yes. That's what International Rama Day is all about. If you want to know more about it, you can go to rhema.org slash IRD and find out all about it. But we would welcome you as an individual, as a group of people, or as a church to get involved with us on International Rhema Day. And I want to thank you ahead of time for doing that. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagen will continue his message on getting through the tough times. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.